0: the snap looking flips the ball diving for the pylon and he's got it razzle dazzle touchdown Houston and the Texans go in front
1: there is no off season for your Houston Texans game day is every day we had a lot of energy and we brought a lot of spark for this organization the best is yet to come five nights a week the hits keep on coming <laughs> us out. the Texans say they have it and they do now, it's Texans All Access. Good
0: evening, Texans, and welcome to the program that gets you inside what is happening with your Houston Texans. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you tonight as it is a beautiful day in the city of Houston. A little warm, obviously a very serious day with everything going on downtown with the George Floyd March and several Texans, as I can see, participating in that various aspects of it, and uh, Johnny, it looks to me, and maybe I don't have the monitor on right now or anything. I've been going through social media. It looks like it's a pretty safe deal so far. They had a moment of silence, a lot of tributes, and I can't see anything. I, I don't want to speak for what's going on down there because uh, I, I don't have a camera on it right now. But it looks pretty safe so far.
2: Yeah, it seemingly has. As I or right before I walked up to, uh, as I called the Zoom room, as I walked up here. <laughs> Uh, I was watching, I can't remember what outlet I had it on, whatever my wife had it on, and there was, at one point, um, it looked like there were some some people that were trying to leave down a particular street, and the cops were blocking off that street, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, well, what's going to happen, and then protesters took a knee, and the cops ended up taking, the uh, policemen ended up taking a knee with them, I thought it was pretty cool, so um, there. You know, it's one of those days you you, you look around and you see what's happening in all the the corners of our country and and obviously what happens in D.C. and New York and Los Angeles. And then you see what happened here. And major props to Trade the Truth and to Bun B uh, and to the Floyd family. Uh, Hearing them speak up on the today, I don't know how they did it, but they were... uh, And, and, you know, it's funny because... (laughs) You know, in in doing what we do, Mark, we know it's not easy to get up there and speak in front of a bunch of people, especially the twenty thousand or so that were uh, downtown. Especially if you don't do it or do it for a living, it is not easy to do because you start getting going and the crowd starts getting you going, and then you just don't have an exit plan. You just kind of get up there and ramble. I I could have been more impressed with people getting up there and speaking, saying what they had to say showing the love for George Floyd, showing the love for Houston, and uh, and Houston obviously returning that back to the Floyd family. But they obviously continued to impress upon people George would not have wanted this to be violent. He did not want and would not have wanted this to be a violent protest, and obviously the people seemingly um, and – I'm not looking at a monitor either, Mark, so I, I can't speak to that, but it seems like it has been safe. It has been a lot of love, um, and hopefully – um, as we've talked about the last last couple of days, and we've talked about since this happened, just people listening to each other, um, listening to the discourse from from um, from people that have been um, you know grieving through this process, and I think everybody's been grieving through this process. And all you got to do is just take one look through social media, whatever social media you're on, and you you can see it front and center. And oh, yeah. the one that I'm on is Twitter, and my goodness,
0: yeah, I mean, uh, and the good and the bad and everything in between about right. Twitter, but. Uh, ABC 13 says 60,000 plus that was within the last hour. So I'm not sure if it's grown since then, but it looks, it looks like more. I mean, ABC 13 has their sky eye on it. So a helicopter shot and it just looks, I mean, it's a massive humanity. I mean, it looks like uh, just an incredible, I don't want to call it a parade. It's a March. It's just amazing to see the throng of people, Mm -hmm. uh, that are that are paying attention to this in person uh, all the signage uh deshaun watson down there i yep. know jacob martin reportedly helping out and uh, numerous other texans i don't want to leave people out saw my buddy billy d washington uh comedian who yep. uh who's down there as well and uh and just so many and i mean you know 60,000 plus and it just i don't know it, it seems like it's more than that but we'll see and uh reports will come out later but they do say i mean according to abc 13 this is the the feed i have up and uh and i'm about to pull up some others and this is real-time stuff that uh things are safe and uh, you never know what happens later or during right. or whatever that we hear about later but this is this is great to see that it's safe and it's uh, a tri- tribute to him and, and and also, uh, obviously, to create huge awareness o- over the problem and problems. And uh, when you see what's going on in other parts of the country, you just can't believe it. some of the people hijacking what this is all about yeah. or trying to anyway. Uh, so, th- I mean, that's a huge deal. I know this is a sports show. This is a football show, and that's what we're going to talk about. It's a blackout day on social media for the Houston Texans and for so many. I mean, this was uh, nationwide, maybe worldwide, so many teams blacking out their digital and social media coverage, um, teams, other entities as well. Um, I, I found that really powerful when I uh, went through all the feeds. And, look, there's just going to be so much coming through in the next few days, few weeks, few months about all of this, and, and hopefully leading to change that can make everybody's lives better. But we'll see. You know, I, I just I don't have a lot to say about it other than I just I, I salute – the people in sports, the athletes, the coaches taking part and uh, and try to do things together, Johnny, in a very yeah. positive way, try to be positive, productive, proactive about, you know, creating solutions. And, look, we don't know exactly, you know, what these are. If they were easy, we would have done them already, maybe. Uh, but uh, let's let's work toward them and find uh, a way, fight a way through. I mean,
2: this is – really cool to
0: see this many people in downtown houston to be part of this
2: yeah and you know something i i said i, I want to i can't remember if i sit on the air talking to my wife i said you know but grow, growing up in a in a sports family where sports you know were were everything in my family you know my dad was a coach my mom was a teacher my dad was also a teacher you know i looked look to educators i looked to coaches i looked to older athletes um, as my role models for you know right, wrong, or indifferent. That was just how I perceived things. Those were people that I held in high regard, and what those people said mattered a lot to me. And that was in a small town in Wisconsin, and then we you know moved here to Houston, and it became even more so prevalent because you were now talking about professional athletes, you're talking about NFL players, you were talking about you know a, a city that had uh, great. Uh, universities um, and so you had college athletes that were um, you know leaders and those are the people that I seemingly look to for guidance because those were people in my life that provided the guidance that provided the leadership and so when I see this situation I wanted I wanted to hear from athletes I wanted to hear from coaches because they've been part of teams they know You know, I think, and I can't remember who I saw put this on Twitter, but they talked about, you know, they uh, oh, it's Brian O'Rackpo, who ironically is from the city of Houston. He talked about, you know, he wished that in society that it could be a little bit more like a football team, and he talked about how a football team blends so many different cultures and brings them together. And I think what it is for a team is there's a common goal, and that is to win the game. And I think we. To make progress, we have to look at it as what is the common goal? And the common goal is equality. Then let's, okay, let's make sure that we are moving towards equality. And the teams that struggle are ones that, well, this guy has a personal uh, issue or, you know, he's thinking more about himself than, than the team. And when the team sticks together and stays strong, then they get to their ultimate goal. Um, and hopefully that's that's something that we're able to do. Um, in our in our society I, the one you know the one thing that struck me mark and I, I you know i was in college when the rodney king riots happened out in la and what i remember distinctly about that and it's it it just shows the the, the pain and, and and the anger and the frustration is that everything that happened with the rodney king um now, this was obviously a time before we had a camera phones, and you know, you know, part of the reason that Rodney King was so prevalent because we we saw it. It was it, there was video of it, but the riots didn't happen until after the the uh, those involved were acquitted of that particular crime. That's what set everybody off back in 1992, and it just goes to show that 28 years later, there's such pain and such anger and justifiably so that there has not been, I mean, other than the fact that the officer has been arrested there, there, I mean, this is all coming out of that. I can, I don't, I don't even want to imagine a world that, you know, where we're going to be when this trial takes place, because there's going to be bubbling up even more anger um and even more frustration, especially um if, you know things, you know, go in a particular direction, and yeah. I can, and well, it's sort of understandable, you know. With the but it just goes to show the pain and anguish that people have been feeling for so long that this just created such an outpouring, not just in Minneapolis, not mm-hmm. just in Houston, but across the country. That's the. I mean, the LA riots. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's the a la riots thing. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, right. L.A.
0: for Rodney King, and uh, I don't think it blew up too many other places, Johnny. But uh, clearly, this is nationwide, worldwide. I mean, you yeah. see what is happening worldwide, around the yeah. world with this. It's impossible to not notice and and not take note, not have opinions. And, and, you know, like I said earlier, you know, just personal note, I just can't stand the people trying to hijack this from the real issues. Yep. Uh, but uh, but they're out there. And, and that happens with a lot of things. But this is very destructive uh, because, you know, we need to be, like I said, productive, proactive, all of it. And uh, then the sports world is rallying. So uh, we'll see, you know, where it all goes from here. This is a one – it's so interesting, John, the last 12 weeks – What we've been through with coronavirus and then going into this and and very different. And look at the contrast. I mean, we're having debates. I mean, two weeks ago, you know, can you can you walk in a park without a mask or or near somebody? And now I'm looking at this thing downtown and, you know, it shows you the magnitude, the importance, the seriousness uh, of what is happening that, you know, it's like, all right, we'll deal with that later. This is more important. Uh, I don't know how else to put it. Um you know I I, I just think that there's it, it's such a huge issue that you cannot you can't contain it with right. you know coronavirus protocol, you know, right. publicly. You just obviously obviously you can't because look. So uh here we
2: are. And I will and, say this you know, about that mark to, to that uh-huh. point. As I was watching the coverage, I said this to my wife at some point as people just streamed by. And look, I understand that a mask doesn't solve everything, but a lot of them, them. A but lot of them have them. I'm telling you, Mark. Almost everybody I saw yeah. going by the camera was wearing a mask, understanding right. you know what it, what, what times we're in, and a lot of people and, pass it out hand sanitizer. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah so that's good i mean obviously you're not getting a six foot separation here but look they're doing what they can while still participating in this and look i'm not saying it's ideal but i'm also one who says i don't know where it's all going and hopefully the uh, outdoor you know uv light thing uh, cuts down on whatever kind of spread could be happening potentially uh in these protests and particularly downtown houston today but uh look i i guess that's that's sort of the afterthought to all of this, and uh, like it, it's a it's a monumental issue. Um, I found this Reuters story about Italy pretty interesting. How they quoted a couple of top doctors from there saying that the virus is real. I mean, really calm down there. It's uh, really, yeah, it's almost undetectable in certain instances. Oh. So, yeah, it's look, and who knows what to make of all of it? Again, yeah, the mistrust of the media. And I get it because, yeah. look, I deal in the sports media world. I yep. see misinformation. What do we cover? We cover the Houston Texans, right? Yep. I see misinformation about the Texans and their performances <laughs> all the time. I don't yeah. see incorrect scores, yeah. but I see incorrect takes, you know. And a lot of this stuff is about takes, is about interpretation, is about interpreting data, you know, what it all means. And uh, and so, you know, who knows what to think about, you know, the the COVID coverage. And then you know, even, you know – it's funny with this because – and by this I mean with, with everything going on in the world this week, in the, in the last week, the last five days in particular, uh, when when you talk to people or, or read people, you think you know a person and then they think this or that or about a certain topic and you're thinking, oh, I didn't really know they felt that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know it's it's fascinating it kind of it, it it brings back memories of like the election itself in 2016 and then you know I, mean, I don't want to get political here but it's and the media coverage gets so polarizing as well you know yeah. how people can look at the same thing and interpret it completely differently it's it's fascinating to me And i'm a media freak i like to watch out every you know on election night i'm watching fox cnn and msnbc because i want to see how they all interpret it i want to yeah. see how they all break it down that's how I roll. Uh, I like to, you know, ESPN, Fox, all the sports media. I want to see how they interpret sports events, performances, the interpretation of, of greatness or failure. I, I like to see all of that, and uh, that goes for news as well. I mean, this is, this is what I do. You know, this yeah. is my life. I, well, I love media, I mean, and, you know, I, I can't believe I just said I love media. I don't mean I, mean, I <laughs> love the, the media, but I love the, well, the science of it, the study of it.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I think you can maybe loving the media, you appreciate it more than more than a lot of people have, and obviously that's been made known um, through some of the videos that we've seen uh, yeah. about holding a microphone and a camera. Uh, it's and it's unfortunate that it, that that you know came to pass. But you're right. I mean, I, I think about that all the time. I mean, how many times you know do I do I watch us just us play a game? And I watch the game with my own set of eyes, and obviously, um, and I'd like to look through different sets of eyes, I think, at sometimes, but I watch with my own set of eyes, and then after the game, I have my thoughts, and then I read what other people are saying. I'm like, did y'all watch the same game I did? Are y'all watching the same thing? So, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, and and I think that's that's the thing with all, you know, sports media. I mean, look, you know, sports talk, everybody has an opinion, right? I mean, we all seemingly have opinions, right, wrong, or otherwise, and what they say about opinions, none of them are wrong. Well, I mean, I think it's the same in 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 politics. MSNBC, CNN, Fox News—all. I mean, all they all everybody's got opinions about how things are supposed to go. Uh, you know, in, in an episode last night of the president walking across uh, whatever park to go to a church, I oh, mean, boy. how that was perceived by um by by so many different people. I know was it was it was it was fascinating for lack of a better word to see that and i think it just goes completely and totally to to your point but uh yeah being you know being part of the media you know seeing you know seeing uh you know camera guys uh you know camera women um you know men and women on the mic and seeing them Shot with rubber pellets. I'm like, my gosh, man! What oh, yeah. are, what are we doing? This is getting crazy. But well, and, and but I'm gets, with you. I, I, get hit I, by
0: protesters too. Well, I don't want to yeah, call them protesters. Called. These are the these are the whack jobs who are trying to hijack the protest uh, and yeah. take it away from what it's really all about uh yeah you, it's look we we make fun of media people like in a hurricane when they're like in the raincoat oh. and holding on to like a stop sign and then you see people walk by in the background walking their dog we make fun of media people like that but this is this is pretty real if you're and i was thinking about this today i was thinking do we need to set a camera downtown to, because there are going to be texans there uh you know from our internal media and i thought uh first of all we don't really you know we we can locate them but you know, I haven't seen. I've, I saw like one photo of Watson, but then I'm thinking I'm sending somebody down into a potential tough situation yeah. down there. You know, yeah. so uh, and look, we have partners. We have ABC 13 and other partners who help us cover things. So uh, that's all set. And, and besides, we're dark today on social media uh, for um, for this uh, particular day. All right, Johnny, we've got some things to do tonight sports wise. I know this this does relate to sports. There's no question. You and I addressed it last night. How The first preseason game is Houston at Minnesota. And you think about the significance of those two cities and all of this that we're going through right now, that's going to be the first NFL game for your Texans. And, look, there will be a Hall of Fame game before that. The Thursday night, because this is a Friday, the Thursday night, I'm sure there's a whole slate of preseason games, but uh, the eyes of the nation are going to be on that one. I can tell you that right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's two good teams going at it, too, and I know they're going to play in the regular season, but the significance of, of George Floyd to both cities, uh, that's not going to be lost on the American public. But let's talk about some other stuff next. We're going to play who's better, uh, yeah. kind of lighten the mood a little bit with that, go around the league because plenty of stuff broke today, uh, including one really interesting note about NFL training camps. Let's get to it all. It's Texans All Access.
1: Can't get enough Texans radio? We've got shows, we've got podcasts, we've got interviews. It's all on Houstontexans.com.
3: Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Want to start an argument with sports fans? Ask who should be the MVP. Everybody has an opinion. This player does this and that player does that. And I could be persuaded either way. But when it comes to an MVP of MPG, yeah, miles per gallon? I made my choice. Chevron with Techron. Why? Well, number one, it's proven. No gasoline gets better mileage. Number two, no gasoline has more cleaning power to help keep vital engine parts clean. Unbeatable mileage, unbeatable cleaning. You can't argue with that. Chevron with
2: Tecron, care for your car. As the preferred eye care provider of the Houston Texans, Houston Eye Associates knows that vision is everything, especially in football. Houston Eye is here to help Texans see better and keep their eyes on the prize. Houston Eye Associates
1: has 28 Houston area locations, With specialists in LASIK, cataracts, glaucoma, retina, cornea, oculoplastics, pediatrics, uveitis, and more. Come and see us today. Houston Eye Associates, the preferred eye care provider of the Houston Texans.
3: From the slightest bend to complex motions, your body is made to move. At Houston Methodist Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, our teams are using advanced technology and imaging to develop custom treatment plans and our minimally invasive procedures can help you heal faster. We have the expertise to keep you moving, because every movement matters. Find the care you need at locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist. Leading medicine.
4: Ah. The pitter-patter, splitter-splatter of Sunday morning. Wait, no, that's bacon. And it's spitting all over your PJs. Stains can ruin any moment. Get them out with Tide, America's number one detergent. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide.
3: Right now, many of us are unsure about what may come next. At Reliant, we want to help you light the way. With 24-7
2: customer care and online support, we're here for you today, and we'll be here long after we power through this. Just visit Reliant.com slash Light the Way or call 1 866 Reliant. Because even though we're a bit farther apart these days, we're all in
1: this together. Reliant. That's power. Your way.
5: PUCT number 1007.
1: Take your Texans game day experience to a new level with Houston Texans club seats. You'll enjoy Premier's sight lines with wider cushion seats, a private game day entry and in-seat food and beverage service. Enjoy premium culinary offerings while listening to live music in the exclusive club lounges during breaks in the play. Take the first step and join the club ticket priority wait list for free at HoustonTexans.com.
4: Red Diamond knows perfect's not easy. Our karaoke skills? At least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea.
3: Hey, Houston, Keith here from Papa John's. Have you heard about our
2: Picks for six. <laughs> it's a special just for you. It lets you mix and match all kinds of different things, all for just $6 each. You can choose between our papadillas, a medium one topping pizza, cheese sticks, wings, poppers. How about some garlic knots? Even the garlic parmesan breadsticks are included in all kinds of desserts. So try the Picks for six from Papa John's today. Order online or give us a call. Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John's Houston. Well, well, well. Looks like we're at the century mark. Texans, Chiefs, are scheduled to open up the season in 100 days. High five. Party. Until anyone tells us different. We're
5: down to double digits, baby. Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610.
3: Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces.
1: Now back to more Texans talk on Texans All Access. Mark Vandermeer, John Harris with you tonight. Great to have you
0: listening. If you were downtown or still down there, God bless you and uh, stay safe. And we were talking about that in segment one, the march, the rally for George Floyd and how you have dozens of thousands of people. I think ABC 13 said 60,000 plus down there doing it safely. And uh, that's a wonderful thing. So uh, let's hope that stays that way. And I know numerous athletes, uh, people we follow on a regular basis are down there and uh, paying their respects and being part of it. So, Johnny. We're doing the game that's sweeping the nation, in my mind. Sweeping the nation, and that is who's better. Are you Uh ready to play who's better for this week? I always Okay, this is – we we need to lighten the mood a little bit here. Let's have some fun. Okay, the best – this is – sometimes it's what's better, or it's who's better, what's better. I'm going to go with a what's better first. Okay. What's better, or in this case, what's the best? What's the best Deshaun Watson performance in a loss? Without looking at the numbers, is it – New England 2017, Seattle 2017, Kansas City 2017, Philly 2018. I mean, yeah, Philly 2018. That would be right.
2: And well, if without, I without left one th- out. Th- let me know. I, first off, the Seattle performance, which to me is a game I would go back and watch over and over and over again. He did have three picks in that game. I think people forget that because he had the pick six, throw Thomas. He threw one in the third mm-hmm. quarter, Richard Sherman, and then he was intercepted on the last throw. Where his doesn't count doesn't does really count, but they're going to count it in the scorebook. But yeah, 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 yeah. That game against Seattle in 2017. First of all, he's going against that Seattle defense, which was completely and totally bamboozled by him. I mean, from the first, yep first play of the game, the first drive of the game. Earl Thomas has watched the ball sail over his head going, What do I do? Oh, whoa, touchdown. Uh, and he's going, Yeah, that was my fault. Yeah, he got one back. But then just what he was able to do. He I know in that game he went for over four hundred yards and ran for over fifty, I think. So there was some number after the game that he he approached. I think the the best in a losing effort is probably is probably that one. And then I would golly that's so hard he was so good that day but man Philadelphia bringing us back early in that mm. game getting us the lead man mm. um taking escaped. the lead late oh my
0: gosh that was so good <laughs> to the to Vincent Smith and the the one to Aikens getting away from the sack along the way in that drive and then going deep to Vincent Smith I mean Watson's had so many moments where you can't believe it, but then you're thinking, well, no, you I should expected it. Whoa, 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 whoa. You forgot one. What?
2: 2019, New
0: Orleans. Oh, gosh. What's wrong with me? You know what it is? It's this 12-week COVID lockdown, yeah. everything going oh, on I in know. the world. That was a tremendous performance as well. You get the lead late. Dang. These are All right, so that's oh. five losses right there where he plays out of his mind – but you're unable to keep the late lead. And look, it happens. I mean, yeah. New England, you're facing Brady. Seattle, Russell Wilson. Kansas City, at the time, it was uh, that was kind of like it was you know, through Smith. the five touchdown passes. But that was Alex Smith, uh, and that was you know, that was one of those games where they kind of backdoored their way back to a chance into yeah. a chance. Philly, they had the late lead, and New Orleans, they had the late lead. My goodness.
2: And they lost to Drew Brees in New Orleans, Nick Foles in Philadelphia. You mentioned yeah. Russell Wilson, Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's, it it's not as if those performances have have you know come against Mitchell Trubisky and right. the Texans lost. You know, so yeah, um, <laughs> we knew it too. I remember talking about that. Well, you know, you got this murderer's row of quarterbacks you got to face. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, for good reason. They're they're pretty darn good. I, the Seattle one is always one that that comes back. Like mm-hmm. he was just. He was incredible. I mean, in, in, in all of those games, he made a play where you just go, how did he do that? I mean, yeah. Philadelphia, you just mentioned. Seattle, he has the spin around play down on the goal line where he finds Lamar Miller. Lamar. Yep. New England, he has the play where he escapes like four different guys and then finds Deontay Foreman up the sideline. He also had the uh, Ryan Griffin across his body across the field throw. Team. Yo my gosh, yes. Then yep. you've got the uh, against the, the Chiefs, he throws the bomb, the Will Fuller shaking uh-huh. off a defensive tackle in the process. And yep. then New Orleans, he throws that touchdown to Kenny Stills as he's about to just get nailed by yep. Von Bell in the safety blitz.
0: 13 so, second drive to take the lead. I remember they took the field and I thought, well, you got a shot here, but I mean, is this
2: really going to happen? Yes, it is. Yes, it is going to happen. They I still think Seattle. Yeah, I just think the Seattle game in 2017. I mean, and and thinking back to thinking back to that just whole weekend having no idea about what was going to happen that that afternoon. And then on the very first drive it was like he walked out there like, yo, we're good. I got this. We're so and calm, we and cool, we delightful. were in that ball and we were not only in that yep. ball game had an opportunity to win it and picked off Russell Wilson with two and a half minutes left.
0: Yeah. Oh, crazy. Got it. Yeah, can't. I know. With two and a half minutes left, I thought ball game, but it wasn't. All right. Yeah. So that's uh, we're playing. Who's better? That was uh, what's better. So you say Seattle's the best. I say Watch Seattle. Twenty-seven to the loss. Yeah. Okay. Now, my kid asked me this, and it's always an interesting answer, and this does get asked. This is more of an old school. i got a couple of old school questions for you. This is one of them involving running backs. Who's better, Emmett or Barry? Who's better, Emmitt
2: Smith Barry Sanders? I think that there's very little question that Barry was more physically gifted. I don't think there's, there's a question that. Emmett was shorter. No. I mean Barry was too, but it was it was always known seemingly about Barry. It never really came up about Emmett. Emmett was a short guy. Emmett was like five nine. But if you could have taken, and I, and I think Barry had this too, but maybe not to the degree that Emmett. did. Emmett had a determination. Emmett was almost born with a chip on his shoulder, as if to say, you know, I'm a little smaller, I'm a little slower than a lot of these running backs, but watch, I'm better. Yeah. I am better than all of them, and he played that way throughout his entire career and uh you know all the way through his last carry with the Arizona Cardinals my gosh that's weird to say um my my good friend uh who I coached with and is now at jackson state uh Brady Ackerman Brady was a teammate of Emmetts, and he used to go each summer to go hang with Emmett when he was with uh the Dallas Cowboys, and he would go every every spring training to go hang with Emmett and he just said Emmett was a just not that he was a different dude, but he was just wired different. Like there was such a competitive rage that fired in Emmett Smith. From a physically gifted standpoint, Barry Sanders was that guy. But Barry wasn't wound the way that Emmett Smith was. Barry just, I'm not going to let you tackle me. But Emmett took it almost personally that you attempted to try and tackle him. So. I think, from a physical gift standpoint, is Barry Sanders. But if I've got to win one game, I'm putting Emmitt Smith back in my backfield because I know no matter what happens, and I think back to that game in 93, in fact, it was the night that Kevin Gilbride took the punch from Buddy Ryan because we were sitting in a hotel lobby, and my buddy and I, uh, we were home from college, and he got he had tickets for the Jets Oilers game. He called me up and said, "Hey, let's go to Jets Oilers game. I said, okay, meet me over at uh, I can't remember what the hotel. I think it was a Ramada at the time. I think it's now Holiday, Holiday Inn." And we were over there watching the end of that Cowboys Giants game. Emmett playing with the shoulder that was so messed up. I mean, he he couldn't move it. It was painful, and he ran it like forty times. He had like ten receptions. He had like forty or forty five touches in the game, or something crazy like that and carried Dallas to a win that afternoon, and that gave them a bye, and then they ended up winning the championship, beating Buffalo, uh, yeah, beating Buffalo, I, yeah, Buffalo, yeah, later that year uh, for the Super Bowl. So I would say, if I've got to win one game, which I think answers the question who's better, I'll take Emmett. and I'm a Barry guy, like I love, love Barry Sanders, but I got to win one game, give me Emmett Smith. A lot of people, the detractors, and
0: look, no one's saying Emmett stinks. I mean, he's unbelievable. But uh, people who would argue for Barry would say, yes, more athletically gifted and did not play behind the offensive line right. that Emmett enjoyed for most of his career.
2: Very true. And I think that's – that. yes, there's no question about that. And it's hard to argue because you look at the offensive line, it was there. I'm looking at it from – I use this kind of analogy. My wife and I will watch these home improvement shows, Mark, mm-hmm. and – we watch them, and people will walk in and they'll go, Hey, I don't like the color of paint in this house. Okay, well, repaint the house. My yeah. point being, that's something you can change. Like the offensive line isn't, you know, that, that was going to be different between the two. But if I'm just comparing them as running backs, thinking about putting them behind a different and separate offensive line for one game, which guy would I want to have back there? I think yeah. I would want Emmett Smith. So okay. change the paint. All right, so you got Emmett Smith. All right,
0: now, who's better? I'm going to go with another old school one, all okay. right? I like old school. This guy was in the news, be- and I don't know why he was interviewed, but Ken Anderson, quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals, they played in the Super Bowl against the 49ers. I know they faced mm-hmm. the 49ers twice, but once it was Boomer Esiason, once it was Ken Anderson, who's better Ken Anderson or Boomer Esiason, and what's really fascinating here, Johnny, is both players, and uh, in, in PFT summarized the uh, Anderson interview because Anderson was saying, I'm okay with not being in the Hall of Fame. A lot yeah. of people thought he had a shot to get in this last crop because it was such a big class for the 100th year, but he didn't get in. He said, I'm all right with it. Look, this is a guy who played 16 years, Ken Anderson. A lot of people are thinking, who, who is this? Played in that Super Bowl and capping the 81 season with the Bengals. Led the NFL in passer rating four times. Completion percentage three times. NFL in passing yards. Uh, Let's see. A few times. Wait, hang on. Oh, twice. And he was the MVP in 1981. That year he took the Bengals to the Super Bowl. Not Montana. Ken Anderson was the league's MVP. But Esiason also won an MVP and also played the 49ers in a Super Bowl. And that game was a little bit closer, although lower scoring. So who's better, Ken Anderson or Boomer Esiason?
2: I'll take Ken Anderson. Ken Anderson is probably the most underrated, really good quarterback we had. And I'm trying to think of a good comparison nowadays yeah, I, okay, here's one. I don't think he played totally like him. I think the, the playing styles were a, li- a little different because Alex Smith, when healthy, did a lot of the things that Kenny Anderson did. Now, Alex Smith gets sort of a bad rap because early in his career, he was changing. they were changing offensive coordinators and hit coaches left and right on him. And then he got hurt one year. Well, finally, when they settled into John Harbaugh, then he was able to show, hey, man, this guy can play. And then he goes to Andy Reid with the Kansas City Chiefs, and it's like, hey, this guy can play. And I kind of look at Kenny Anderson and Alex Smith. Now, Ken Anderson to me was a little bit more productive, and he also did it in the West Coast offense, playing in Cincinnati. He did have a Ken Anderson had some help around him, but that's kind of who I would think about because Alex Smith doesn't have a big arm, but man, he made the right throw. Almost all the time, he's incredibly smart, and I think Ken Anderson was this was the same way. he didn't have a cannon arm, but he really took that West Coast offense. He made the right throw a lot of the times. I think it's cr- he's criminally underrated. Yeah. But Ken Anderson, I would take Ken Anderson or Boomer size, Boomer was wildly talented. I don't think people understand that Boomer could make any throw on a field, but he could also throw you out of one too. I would take Ken Anderson all day long because I know exactly what I'm getting from Ken Anderson. I think he was much better than people ever consider. He went to Augustana, which I believe dropped
0: football, Mm -hmm. small school, and was drafted in the third round. So that 81 Super Bowl had two QBs drafted in round three because Montana Montana was also a third rounder. And I remember when the Texans broke into the league, Anderson was a QB coach. With the jacksonville jaguars which i always found interesting and that's the first time i discovered that the assistant coaching roster for nfl teams is a lot like the federal witness protection (laughs) program you can find guys that where did he go oh my gosh he's hiding out as an assistant with team x okay continuing to play who's better how about this one who's the second best running back in the history of the houston texans johnny arian foster Number one, let's eliminate him from the conversation. Who's number two? And I'll give you a list of candidates. Are you ready? Dominic Davis, now known as Dominic Williams. Mm -hmm. Carlos Hyde, who just had over 1,000 yards. Lamar Miller, who had over Mm 1,000 yards once for the Texans. Once? I think once. And my favorite, Steve Slayride Slayton. And he's handing the ball. Now, I'm not going to sing the Stairway to Heaven Steve Slayton song, but I did write one once upon a time. So let me give you those Miller numbers. Miller, uh, 1,073 yards in the Osweiler season, Mm -hmm. never topped 1,000 any other time, had the huge game in 2018 against the Titans on Monday Night Football. Uh, What are you thinking here? I, I loved Dominic Davis, Williams, whatever you want to call him. He was really good for three years, but that was it. That was all you got out of Dominic Davis.
2: Can I take option E, Deshaun Watson? Or you said it has to be a Running, running back. back. Okay, all right. You all can't right.
0: cheat like that. Well,
2: I mean if you said ball carrier, I would say Desha- I would say Deshaun. Uh I I want to say Dominic Davis, but I will I will cop to the fact that I didn't get back here until 2007. So I did not get a chance to see Dominic play a whole heck of a lot. I loved Slates. He came on, on radio with us his rookie year. And I I loved him in West Virginia. I was so happy he came to the Texans. I would just I think it's unfortunate he wasn't able to stay healthy, but because of his injuries that opened things up for Arian Foster, uh, no love for Ben Tate. I would say I would probably say Dominic, but I just didn't get a chance to see Dominic. But Lamar Miller to me, and I know I people around here used to just anger that you know what out of me. Because I don't think they respected Lamar for all that he did for this team. Now, was he Arian? No. Uh, He just followed Arian. And because he was a free agent running back, everybody expects him to run and expected him to run for 1,500 yards uh, every time that he ran the football. Why didn't you run? Why didn't you take that one for 100 yards? To me, I think Lamar Miller was very, very underrated uh, I hate what happened to him at the beginning of the year. I think it impacted this team. I do think that Carlos Hyde had a great year, and he doesn't come here uh, if we have Lamar Miller. But I think Lamar would have done really good things behind the offensive line that we that he would have had in 2019, which was unlike – I mean, think of the offensive lines that Lamar had to run behind from 16 through 18. Yep. Now think about what he could have done in 2019 with that offensive line. So well, I would say Lamar. If you
0: give Ben Tate the rock as yep. the feature back – a healthy Ben Tate for a season, there's certainly an argument mm-hmm. that Ben Tate is maybe the second-best running back in the history of the franchise, yeah. You know, potentially. Now, check this out. This is a stat we forget very often, that in 2011, while Arian was running for over 1,200 yards, mm-hmm. Tate ran for 942 yards. I mean, that's unbelievable. True. 5.4 per carry, he had four touchdowns. So, Ben Tate was a huge part of that 2011 team. Arian was uh, nicked up a little bit that year. We were just talking about this last night, weren't mm-hmm. we? With the um, with the hamstring, Tate started the start of the season, ran well against the Colts. They beat the Colts on opening day for the second consecutive year. Tate had a big year as a compliment to Arian Foster. So, I don't know. Tate's in the conversation as well. Mark, here's I'd an interesting, love...
2: here's an interesting aspect. You talked about that 2011. I went back and I watched that playoff game. I'm... I'm telling you the changes that the NFL made with cut blocking and some of the things you – man, some of the things that the Texans offensive line – I don't want to say got away with – that were legal in 2010 and 2011 – You can't do them now. Were tailor-made for zone schemes. Tailor-made. I mean, they did some things, and it's like, whoa, they got away with that? Holy cow, no wonder they ran for so many. And they were so good, Mark. They were so That offensive line was so good. So good. I mean, so good. Well, I mean, Yates. cutting cutting the backside on a zone run. Oh, yeah. man. I want to talk to Wade about that sometime. Uh, because they would cut on a backside and Aaron would see it and just basically just hop over guys that were down on the ground because that's mm. what they were doing. And you just can't. You can't do that. If you're watching that game going, oh, well, you can't do that anymore, it's exactly right. And it just mm. really crystallized for me watching that playoff game again against the Bengals and how, much, and how much room Arian had in that game to run in large part because of some of the things you could do in a blocking scheme.
0: My uh, number two back would be Slayton. Just that one year, he was so phenomenal. So Led the good. AFC in yards from, from scrimmage, and um, it was just terrific. Okay, next up, we'll go around the league a little bit. Training camp. What is the news about NFL training camps? A report came out today. We'll have it for you and discuss here on Texans All Access. This is Whitney Merciless, and you're listening to Texans Radio. Don't touch that dial,
3: or else. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Teachers and parents, are you looking for educational resources to keep your students engaged at home during this challenging time? The Houston Texans, Toro, and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all the while having some fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the COVID-19 resources page and run your kids through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! Simple acts of kindness and community are more important than ever before. So Ashley Home Store is introducing the Ashley Cares Relief Program. We're offering 0% financing for 60 months. With three-month payment assistance on qualifying purchases, Ashley Home Store is here to serve your furniture needs. Text Ashley to 797979 to set up a virtual appointment today. Or visit us online at ashleyhomestore.com. Proud sponsor of the Houston Texans.
2: Ashley Home Store. This is home.
5: Houston Texans Lux members report up to 12 times ROI on their Lux investment. That's why 50% of Fortune 500 companies in Houston have joined Texans Lux. Lux is not just networking and access to the team. It's an asset that will work for you. In a competitive business environment, Lux members earn a return by utilizing the wide variety of Lux benefits. Find out how you can use Texans Lux to grow your business. Visit HoustonTexansLux.com. Hey, friends, this is Drew Doherty with the Houston Texans. Texas Children's Hospital is the official children's hospital of the Houston Texans and the local sponsor of Play 60, the NFL initiative to get kids off the sidelines and into the action for 60 minutes of play a day. You can run, jump, swim, tumble, swing, or cheer. Have a blast. Just make sure you're active for at least 60 minutes a day to score the healthy future you deserve. To learn more, visit texaschildrens.org texans
2: well 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 looks like we're at the century mark texans chiefs are scheduled to open up the season
5: in 100 days High five.
2: Party. until anyone tells us different we're down
5: to double digits baby
2: houston's sports leader sports radio 610
4: red diamond knows perfect's not easy our karaoke skills at least we have our day jobs Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. Hyundai has always had your back, and now Hyundai is also looking out for your pocketbook introducing hyundai complimentary maintenance three years or 36,000 miles of coverage that includes all basic maintenance hyundai the longer you look the more there is
2: to life the all-new 2020 hyundai sonata is now available at your houston hyundai dealer hyundai the official car sponsor of the houston texans visit your local hyundai dealer or buy hyundai.com today Here at the Kroger Company, the fight against hunger is something that we are very passionate about. That's why we created the Zero Hunger, Zero Waste Foundation and have committed more than $6 million to our nonprofit partners, $3 million to Feeding America and No Kid Hungry, and $100,000 to the Greater Houston COVID-19 Relief Fund. You can help support our goal to end hunger in our communities by donating a dollar or rounding up your total to the nearest dollar at any Kroger store. To learn more, visit thekrogerco.com.
0: Not too long ago, Houston Texans fans were cheering in the stands of NRG Stadium. We now cheer for our first responders, healthcare workers, teachers, and many more who exemplify the true Texan spirit. Until we gather as over 70,000 strong once again, let's support those on the front lines in the fight against COVID-19. For more information on resources for you and your family, visit HoustonTexans.com slash covid
3: Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Light, the original light beer, brewed with great taste and only 96 calories, available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per
1: 12 ounces. It's like Netflix, but free. Go to Houstontexans.com and click listen for every episode of our Texans radio shows. Mark
0: Vandermeer and John Harris with you. All right, we played Who's Better and we went old school with some of it. We went second best running back in the history of the franchise with another question. I got a couple of others, Johnny, I'm going to save them for next week. Sorry. That's Perfect. a tease. Join right. us next week. Previously on <laughs> Who's Better. Um, I'm going to have the trailer ready for you at that point. Anyway, let's do this around the league stuff as there was a report today. So training camp, Johnny. No mm-hmm. joint practices and no away-from-your-home-site training camps. you got to stay home, and you can't practice with others, which is too bad. I was sure that somebody, like a month ago, I was sure somebody was going to end up at the Greenbrier, and yeah. I was kind of hoping that we'd end up there with them. No, uh, I was kind of <laughs> <laughs> hoping that uh, maybe we'd get a trip. I certainly love joint practices. I know you do, too. We really enjoyed the trip to Green Bay. We thought it was good for the football team yeah. and good for us, too other than that one night where we had to, uh, you know, break several laws yeah. getting over to uh, Lambeau Field to do the radio show. But other than that, everything went smoothly. So, uh, yeah, I, and it went smoothly for us, not so much for A.J. McCarran on right. that trip. But yeah. the point is this. Teams are going to stay home for camp, and that's that. No Seattle joint practice
2: here. Unless things change in the next month, but it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Well... I know that there was one person in the city of Houston that saw that news about staying home and she just breathed a sigh of relief. Mm-hmm. And that would be Deepy Sidhu. Sure. But I will Party say poker. this with all due respect. Mm-hmm. No joint practices. Boo. Yeah. I don't I like know. this. I, know. I don't like this. I love joint practices. I am the anti Aaron Rodgers on this, which I was talking about this today on Texas radio. They asked me about Jordan Love going to Green Bay, and I brought up that instance about us being in Green Bay last year, and I haven't heard anybody over the years that have been covering this sport, I've never heard anybody complain about joint practices. You get to see a different color jersey, like, man, that's so much better than having to just go against yeah. us all day. And then Aaron Rodgers, eh, yeah, I didn't care for it. We, we shouldn't have done him. They don't do anything for it. I'm like, he's the only player I've ever heard. Boo. And Aaron then they Rodgers go 13-3. Yeah, they exactly. went
0: 13 and three because they had a joint practice a mm-hmm. couple of days with a mm-hmm. just kidding. That's not yes. the reason. But uh, you know, you could make the argument that it helped them out, and Lafleur is a good coach, and uh, they got something out of it, and the Texans went 10 and six. So there. Both teams did fine. Anyway, yeah, you're going to have that, and I get it, because it's about limiting exposure. Yes. And uh, now, but I really as understand. I say that I start to wonder about preseason games and if they're going to one if they're going to debate whether or not those are as necessary the full slate you know look the the plan is right now to play everything all four preseason games all 16 regular season games and I am not hiding anything I don't know anything believe me I wish I knew more yeah. uh, I think every possibility has been or is being discussed about this season but You know, the way things are trending, and like we said, what is it, 10 weeks now uh, from Friday night, 10 weeks from Friday they open against the Vikings. You heard the promo. It's 100 days from now. The Texans will take on the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium to open the season. That is going to be a huge game. I mean, think how colossal that's going to be Mm -hmm. uh, because preseason is one thing, but then you have the league opener, and the Texans are a part of it. What a thrill to be in that game. We can't wait. It's 100 days away and a lot to do before we get to that point.
2: Yeah, so, so much. Um, but the, the team's got to get ready too. I mean, that's, that's the thing. You know, We talk about all the different safety measures. Once we get to that point of, okay, it's, it's safe. We're going back. We're as safe as it's going to be mm-hmm. to play these games. We've got to get the football team ready. Yeah, you know, ball teams got to get ready. Squad's got to be ready to go on that Thursday. And it's funny, Drew and I did our end lab podcast today, and we were we were talking about that. And he said he's talked to multiple players, and when he asked him, "Hey, what game are you looking forward to?" He said, at, "He said I think every one of them has said that Kansas City game, and not yeah. for the well, it's the first one, so that's the one we're going to get ready for. It has been no, 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 uh, we, not revenge, but defending champs." They took yep. us out. We didn't play very well in that game. We we want to get a piece of them because we know it's also a measuring stick, too. So there's a lot that is going into that game. But the Texans, these players, they they want that one. They want that one. Of all these games, of all these great teams we've got to play, that one is really standing out to them. It's one they really want. You know, it's funny because I'm seeing these images from downtown and
0: 60,000-plus people, and I'm thinking – Look, I'm just praying that two weeks from now we don't have this. I know this influx of positive tests. Because if we don't, that's going to be more fuel for. Hey, you yeah. can do that. I know it's a very different situation, and we don't want to have to gather the way we did today. under I mean, the circumstances, obviously, like I'm just, I'm, I'm you know, I don't want to be careless with this. But when I look at all those people, if you can get through this, and two to three weeks from now you have no spike whatsoever or very little, aren't you saying, well, wait a minute, maybe we can do this. Maybe we can have 70,000 people and let's rock, you know, let's play NFL football, let's play sports Mm -hmm. and bring it back for people. Uh, That would be phenomenal to be at Arrowhead Stadium with all their fans. Although that's one where I'm thinking, you know what? Uh, (laughs)
2: Yeah, empty, fine. (laughs) Good, good. Stick with that. Now We'll see how they handle it. Well, I happen to – I don't know how it popped up, but it popped up on my YouTube that showed turning point. Yeah. And I just flipped it on and it was the divisional no. playoff round. And so I was watching it and oh I was, it got to it got to our segment. What was the turning point of that game according to them? It was the uh kickoff return. The Nico fun. Hardman's kickoff return. Oh. No. no yeah. Not the fun, I, I agree. Nico Hardman's it. kickoff return.
0: Totally because agree. The,
2: because the one thing that, that, that you heard the players say afterwards was that's really what got the fans amped up. Yep. And, Mark, I can. we were in that building, and I was standing a few feet away from those fans. When, when uh, Darwin Thompson catches the fumble, and he then hesitates oh. and then waits and then gets down inside the five, I thought the place was going to fall down, and I was going to have to run for my life. It was it was scary. It was there was such a frenzy of kickoff return touchdown. Yep. St- stop the fake punt. I mean, it was like all building. It was like when that happened at twenty four to fourteen. Yep. And it was like, oh my god, we're gonna get this thing to within three. And there's only been like a couple minutes taken off the clock. We're gonna. I mean, it was almost like they realized the fans realized we're gonna win this thing, in some way, shape, or form. They feel they realized that, and it went apoplectic. I've never heard a place like yeah. that ever. It was nuts. Out outdoor indoor I've never heard a place
0: like I that. I think I think you're right the kick kickoff return. I didn't even have a prop. The 4th and 1, I get it. Uh, you know, all right, if you get that first down, it changes the world and may, you know, maybe the momentum, you keep it all. But, you know, having 24 points on the board I thought was going to really come in handy. Yep. But clearly that next kickoff return, it just it kind of it it ripped off the seal, you know? Mm-hmm. It just it it unloaded this freight train of momentum that would build up for the Kansas City Chiefs, and it just, uh, I hate to end the show on that note. Obviously, it didn't end the way we wanted, but maybe you could do something about it 100 (laughs) days from now when the Texans take on the Chiefs in the season opener. All right, plenty more to discuss tomorrow. We'll have Titus Howard. Johnny's got the show. I'll be here. Let's have some fun. Thanks so much for listening tonight, and God bless Texas. Have a great night, everyone. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Bridget. Go Texans.
1: This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610.
3: Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs
0: per 12 ounces. Houston Methodist is still here for you. Seeing patients who need our care. Even in these uncertain times, our commitment remains the same. We put our patients at the center of everything we do. We can see you virtually.
3: We can talk to you on the phone. We can even see you in person if needed. Rest assured, we are taking every precaution to keep you safe. We're still here for you. Contact your doctor's office or visit houstonmethodist.org slash here for
5: you. It's a trillion-dollar economy, and you're right in the heart of it. It's an incubator of innovation, with industries reaching from underground to outer space. It's Houston, and it's fueled by GE. Over 5,000 Houston companies work with GE and leverage knowledge across the company. Engineers, lean manufacturing experts, logistic managers, and more. GE is a leader in dozens of industries around the globe. So whatever your company needs, chances are we have someone with the right expertise, and we're happy to share. GE, imagination at work.
4: Ah, the pitter patter splitter splatter of sunday morning wait no that's bacon and it's spitting all over your pjs stains can ruin any moment get them out with tide america's number one detergent if it's got to be clean it's got to be Tide.
0: You are the barbecue boss, the sultan of spatula. And upon the first bite of Whataburger's new barbecue bacon burger, you think, hey, I could make this. Your barbecue sauce might not be as smoky, and you probably wouldn't put both smoked cheddar and Monterey Jack on it. And you... Wait, is that bacon? Good thing there's room for more than one poobah of the pit. Good thing there's the new limited-time barbecue bacon burger
2: at Whataburger. LSU Tigers are coming to Houston. Will the defending national champions be just as dominant on the field in 2020? Will they be able to replace key players lost the NFL draft in order to create another national championship caliber team? Only one way to find out. Head to NRG Stadium Saturday, September 19th to witness the defending national champs take on the hometown Rice Owls. Visit RiceLSU2020.com to reserve your seats today.
3: GEICO gets you access to licensed agents 24-7, which means that GEICO is always there for you. If only everyone was always there for you, like your wife when you forget your keys at work. Hey, hon, you get my texts? I am looking for the spare house key. Hmm, maybe I can get through the window. Ah, turns out the alarm works. Wow, it, it works fast. You, you, you should probably call me back. GEICO. Always there for you with savings and 24-7 access to licensed agents. We need small businesses, and right now, they need us. So Verizon is connecting big names in entertainment with small businesses around the country. Introducing Verizon Pay It Forward Live, a weekly live stream to support local communities and share ways to help small businesses. Verizon Pay It Forward Live. Tune in every Thursday at Verizon on Twitter and Yahoo Entertainment at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific small businesses need us now more than ever.
1: Blue Ribbon It's a Texas tradition. Since
3: 1946, Blue Ribbon has proudly served Texan families natural smoked bacon and natural casing sausages made from premium ingredients seasoned for Texas tastes. It's the preferred sausage and bacon of the Houston Texans.
1: Blue it's a Texas
2: tradition. Welcome back to Cachada Casino Resort. We're open and ready to play. We've gone above and beyond by deep cleaning and sanitizing every area of the casino, every slot machine, every table game, and every hotel room. Welcome back to more cash and more fun and
1: more ways to win. We can't wait to see you at Cushada. This
2: Louisiana's largest casino resort and Louisiana's best bet.
5: Hey, Texans fans. Are you ready for football? First Community Credit Union is drafting you to be a part of the exclusive Texans checking account team with a Texans debit card. Choose your play to score the card you want to carry. Stay focused because more designs will hit the field soon. You'll be the envy of everyone flashing your Texans debit card. Get yours today at FCCU.org slash Texans and join the team at First Community Credit Union, the official credit union of the Houston Texans.
0: Allen, deep drop, in trouble. Ball is out again. J.J. Watt, and he falls on it, and the Texans have it in the red zone.
1: Nothing compares to the excitement and emotion of watching your Houston Texans play at NRG Stadium. Take the first step to joining the Houston Texans family and sign up for the 2020 season ticket priority waitlist for free. Enjoy exclusive offers, event invitations, and more. Join at HoustonTexans.com.
3: Sometimes nothing beats a classic Miller light, the original light beer brewed with great taste and only 96 calories available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly Miller brewing company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96
1: calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. This is Texans radio on sports radio, 610.